<laughs> What's good? What's up, bro? What you up to? Not much, bro. Just got out of that little little talk and everything, conference meeting or whatever you want to call it. Um, but no, nah, I'm just chilling right now, dude, watching the uh, World Series and everything. You been keeping up with it? Or do you even watch baseball? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not a fan of baseball. You're not a fan? No. I'm just watching just because obviously there's no – no basketball on at the moment, so. But there is football, but not on a like, Tuesday. Not, yeah, so kind of lucked out on that. So, do you watch Monday night game? Uh, yeah. Uh, who played Monday night? It was the Rams and uh the Bears Cardinals. Right? No, what's the car? No, no, no. It was the Bears. Was it the Bears? Yes. Yeah, sure. I swear, all these games kind of just. Morphed together. together. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it was the. No, I'm tripping, bro. I think it was the Bears. But what, whoever it was, I for sure watched. Like Monday night, I, I, I watched it. I don't know, bro. Yeah. Monday was yesterday, so. <laughs> bro, it's been the longest two days for me, bro. I swear. I promise you, that's the same thing that I've been feeling like, dude. Just these, like, days just been going by slower and slower for this week. I don't know why. Last week was, it felt like it was Monday, then it was Friday. But this week is just, nah. But. Yeah, it was the Bears. Bears got faded. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. All right, well, tell tell me about this uh, new, this announcement you got. Bro, so. I'm not a big car guy or anything like that. I know we had that. Uh, you asked me a question what my biggest, like, my car would get. And I said, like, a charger or something. So I'm basic. And you're just like, for real, Calvin? <laughs> you're just like, for real, bro? And I was like, yeah. You're like, all right, cool, whatever. But <laughs> this new GMC Hummer EV, bro, did you see uh, what I posted on Instagram, the little video of it? Yeah, the little trailer or commercial. Oh, you can't tell me that thing does not look clean. Bro, it's it's smooth for sure. Like it, it, I think it might make a comeback. I think it might too, dude. But check this out. So, the base is eighty k, which is actually surprising to me. Very surprising. But the high end model of it, bro, it has three motors in it. Oh yeah, it doesn't play, bro. It's all electric, so you got three motors, thousand horsepower. You can go from zero to sixty in three seconds, dog. And it got this new addition too on it. It's called like the night the uh, crab walk on it with the rear uh, wheels or whatever. Oh, like, where they like ten turn. degrees. Yeah. yeah. So like you real do like you really doing some off roading type stuff. So it's something that I want, bro. I just want it so bad. Like that's my dream car, and I'm not really like I said, I'm not a big car guy. But that thing is nice, bro. It looks so futuristic too. Yeah, but. it's it, yeah, it's for sure sleek. I like how they. Because the the reason why they stopped making Hummers is because they were so terrible with gas mileage. 
Yeah, you and go they, down the block and you got to fill up. Yeah, and it, it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it took premium. So, like, you had to buy the most expensive gas, and it was terrible gas mileage. So, it's kind of interesting how now they made it to a fully electric vehicle. To It doesn't even take gas now. Mm-hmm. And now it's more of like a, a, a sport luxury truck almost. Yeah. It's clean looking, dude. It is so nice. And, like, the da- it got, like, the uh, – I guess, like, where you can, like, control the air and stuff and all that, like, the touchscreen stuff. That thing is so big, dude. It looks like an iPad, like, literally like a big-ass iPad just sitting up there. So nice and everything. Everything's digital, too. So, it's oh, nice. Yeah, I'd drive it for sure. Oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> Any day. Any day. Now, look, I got two quick announcements. The first announcement, this one is going out to all the guys because I'm pretty sure women – uh, women aren't as trifling as men when it comes to stuff like this. So I was at the gym. I believe this is Monday. This is Monday. Like two days ago. Like, no, no, no. No, this might have been Friday. This past Friday. Anyway, I was at the gym. And I go to my squat rack. <laughs> this, this, this could basically be part of the story. But anyway, I go to my squat rack. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Something <laughs> smells so musty. I'm like, this can't be me. Cause I, I'm like, I'm like, did I put deodorant on before I left? I'm not sure. But when I work out, I work out a full sweat. So I got like compression shorts on, then I got um, sweatpants, and I wear a t-shirt and then a hoodie. So I got got full sweats on. So I'm like, there's no way this is radiating out of all these sweats. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out where this is coming from. And so I finally figure out there's. So I'm on a squat rack, and there's two squat racks next to each other. There is a dude on this squat rack next to me. That smells like straight must. Because when he walks by, he it, I can get it whiffs me like in the face when he walks by. So I'm like, oh that's my bad. God. That's it's, bad, bro. It that's was bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. I skipped the set so I can be done with the squat rack so I could go somewhere somewhere else in the weight room. Like that. <laughs> that's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. You can't make this up, right? No, no, no. Like you don't. No, this 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 can't be made up. It was so, and it smelled like a, the must was like a different level. You know, your normal must, kind of like that moist, like onion. It has a spice to it. Bro, <laughs> this must, it smelled like, it smelled like heated and white berries. So it was like a, a shitty must smell. It was so bad. It was terrible. <laughs> I was, I was low key mad, but, but please wear deodorant and make sure you, Make sure you wiping good, cause I don't know what was going on, but it was it was terrible. But please wear deodorant before and after the gym, okay? Announcement number one. Announcement number two. Calvin, I'm working on some merch for the podcast. Ooh, we gonna have some merch. Okay, and I'm gonna let the peoples know when we get it all figured out. What you think? What you thinking though? Like. Short sleeve, long sleeve. Um, right now I'm sticking, I'm sticking basic with yes. a hoodie and probably a Socks. hoodie. No, I'm playing. You said what? Socks. Uh, I actually I <laughs> I could, but that might be doing too much. Probably just yeah. a t-shirt <laughs> and some hoodies, something like some simple stuff, nothing too extra. Oh, okay. But yeah, maybe like a short. No, that's sleeve. what's up though. No, that's what's up though, because I already know you got your uh. Your workout stuff going and everything too. Yeah, so I need to still hop on that uh that uh Amway stuff that you tell me about the toothpaste. A few oh, podcasts yeah. back. I still need to hit that up. Yeah, yep. 
I forgot about I still got the link and everything. I still need to hit that up. But, bro, I want to talk to you about the biggest L <laughs> that my mom has ever taken, bro. Like, it, 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 it's funny, but it's not funny. But it still is funny. And, th- like, this so, is recent? Or this yeah, is, like, this is, in the past? This, 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 is, this is recent. This is, like, on uh, Saturday type, type stuff. So, anyways. Um... My mom, like, so basically one of the kids at school, like, their babysitter or whatever couldn't, like, make it or whatever like that. So my mom was just like, you know what? He can just come over or whatever, just hang out for, like, your shift or whatever like that. So I go off. I think I go, like, hang out with some people or whatever while this happens. I, I, I'm i not with them. I forgot what I did. I think I was, yeah, I went to go hang out with some people or something. Uh, I think I was watching football or something like that. So my mom goes up to the uh, map co by my house or whatever. And uh, <laughs> so... She asks the kid or whatever. She's like, he's like seven. He's like seven or eight, I think. And he's like, uh, no, my mom goes like, Andres, can you watch like uh, the the gas pump or whatever? And he goes like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And she's like, don't mess with it, right? She's like, don't mess with it. And at this time, there's nobody in the gas. There's like nobody like at the pumps or anything like that. So my mom goes in, whatever, grabs some snacks for him and everything. And my mom is like, she's slow. Like she takes her time with things. Like she's not in a rush. She takes her time. So, while this is going on, I don't know what happened. I don't know if this kid, like, really tripped over the gas thing or whatever, and it came loose, but <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, bro. Yeah. I think you know where I'm going with this. So, anyways, so it's about, like, my mom says she was in the store for, like, probably, like, five to, like, eight minutes or whatever, just picking out different things or whatever. This dude comes running in. Hey. Whoever has the GMC terrain, uh, there's a big ass puddle of gas around your car right now. <laughs> there's a kid trying to like mess with the put, like the uh, the nozzle or whatever, whatever. Because uh, you know how like when you pump gas, uh, you can click the thing or whatever to uh, hold it down. Yeah, to like make it. Keep yeah. Pumping. Yeah. So, bro, my mom goes outside and she literally describes it's the biggest puddle she's ever seen of just gas and everything. <laughs> So anyway, she goes inside or whatever, has to tell the guy or they has to clean it up. But this is the worst part. My mom's tank takes about like fifty to like sixty dollars or whatever to fill up, right? Bro. There was I think she says sixty something dollars worth of like like uh gas or whatever on the thing. And then she turned on the car. She didn't even have a half a tank of gas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been uh, is it bro? Is it you, gas? No, bro. Thank oh, God I, it was regular. But I've been hot, like, dude. You don't understand. Like, I think she ended up like paying damn near over like a hundred, bro. That that junk was so funny when she told me. But yeah, she. <laughs> uh, dude, I just can't believe that junk happened, dude. Did, I was just, did they ever figure out how he? How the no, no. He said so, bro. To be honest, he's he he's basically he was basically trying to save his own ass. He 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 pulled the the uh, the nozzle out the thing, just messing with it, bro. That's what happened. Because there's no way you trip over that, and that happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like you obviously see that. Like as a little kid, man. Like he was scared and everything. Like I would have done the same damn thing. So it's whatever. It's well, it's not whatever because that's a. <laughs> he couldn't have put the he could put the nozzle back in the car. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'll I tell you, kids, bro. 
Bruh, I, I don't know, man. That joke is just too damn funny, though. But let's get into these sports, bruh. Let's get into these sports. So, man, did you watch the uh, Khabib fight? I didn't get to watch it. On, well, that's the funny part. I watched every fight on that card except for the Khabib fight. Unfortunately, I had to leave for work right as that fight started. But, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. but that, I was watching all the other ones. But it was interesting, dude. I didn't get to watch it, but I was surprised that he retired after. I I knew he was going to win the fight. I, I had no doubt in my mind that he was going to win that fight and still be undefeated. But he retires right and everything. Uh, I think it was just because, you know, his dad passing away and everything. Yeah, that's, he was yeah, that's, that's what I think but, it was. But I was talking to Adam Rainey about this. And you know how Conor McGregor retired? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, now you know, I guess. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> now you know. I know, I know what you're. Thinks, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, he thinks that Connor's not going to come back and fight now, just because there's not because since could be since he lost to Khabib and everything, there obviously has to be a round two, obviously, you know. Right. So since he left, so well, since he retired, he thinks Connor's going to like stay retired because who else wants to fight him, you know? Well, like, what else does he have to prove? I heard Connor you know? announced uh I think a couple of weeks ago he was gonna he planned on fighting somebody. Really? Yeah, and this is before the uh the Khabib fight. I didn't hear about that at uh, all. You gonna have to where did you hit like who like what's the details or what you know of it? Um I saw it. I just saw it on no because I got a sports app. And I saw it like the the thumbnail for it, the notification, but I didn't really read it. But apparently, I think he's trying to fight Dustin Poirier. Um, and he's he's oh okay. I think the fight's not supposed to happen until twenty twenty one though. Oh okay okay, but I do know that he's planning on coming out of retirement. But I don't know if it's like long term or is it just to fight Justin and then like. Like retire again, retire like <laughs> on a win. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, get a win in, fight like a really big pay per view, get paid real quick, and then all right, now I'm gonna retire because I got this bad taste out of my mouth. Yeah, I went out with a dub. So. Yeah, type stuff. Yeah, man. But but it's interesting. But this is uh something new that I really just saw on Instagram. Supposedly the Mavs are making everybody available. For, uh, to trade except Luca and KP, so everybody's on the chopping block right now, man. Seems for the, like uh, hold on, hold on. So, so I got a question though. I got a real question. Since they're doing this, do you think they're in rebuild mode? Even though they even even though that they went to the playoffs and everything, because they said everybody's available, so they're willing to shop anybody around and bring in. Who knows, man? They can have a damn near brand new team, you know, next year. So, well, well, actually not next year, actually this year because they start, well, they want to start, you know, soon, so. Well, here's my, technically, if you're trying to be super technical about it, yes, you could say they're in rebuild mode, but from, like, a logistic standpoint, since they're willing to trade everybody except Luca and Kristap, which are, like, their two main guys, I don't necessarily consider it a rebuild if they're keeping them too, because they could think about because that's the, the that's the glue right there. Exactly, that's like exactly that's so. If you trade everybody else, as long as you surround them with some some good you know guys or whatever, 
you you know it's basically the same outcome in terms of like a high caliber competitive team this is like if the lakers came out and said oh yeah we're willing to trade everybody but ad and lebron it's like that's not necessarily a rebuild for them because they still got yeah. ad and lebron or if they did this if the nets did the same thing with Kyrie and and, and kd they're as long i feel like they're if you keep your one and two and maybe your three, I wouldn't consider it a rebuild, even though technically you can call it, you can call it whatever. But I do think, in my personal opinion, that is a smart move for them because mm-hmm. I think they need to trade whoever, whoever, however many players they need to get that third standout. They basically need a third all star or third yeah. a third elite role player. And mm-hmm. you might have that to can basically play a starting role. Exactly. A starter that might that basically a starter that's probably your third man, but is still well rounded and can do all these other things. But you might have to trade three or four people just to get that one person. So I think it's a smooth move for them. Yo, whoever they got somehow if they pull some strings, they got Zach Levine. I I can see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Because Luke can run the one. He's a big point guard. He can run the one. Oh, one, he, two, he, he will anything. run the one for sure. Yeah. And Zach can run the one, too. So that's interchange. Ooh. I'm coming on something. I'm coming on to something, bro. Coming on to something. But anyways, Stan Van Gundy, a new Pelicans coach, man. Good move, bad move, finest. What do you think? Um, I think it's a decent move. Uh, in my personal opinion, I, uh, just with his success, uh, his uh, success in uh, Orlando and everything, uh, back in two thousand four, two thousand six, I think when they went to the finals, I think. Yeah, but they got swept though. It was like a four one series though. So, yeah, I don't think it's a bad move, but I wouldn't say it's a great move. At least right now, it's hard to say because. I don't know. Nowadays, it's kind of hard to tell just because you get a new coach if that's really going to mean anything. Yeah. With all these super teams you have nowadays, it's more who do you have on your team, let alone, you know, but it's not necessarily who's the coach. Mm-hmm. But I think, my, yeah, my I, thing yeah. too. My thing too is that this is a young team. Like I don't know if I don't know his coaching style or whatever or all that, but like I don't know if that will play like a like a piece in it like you know what i'm saying because the other teams he's coached had like vets on it you know people that had years in the league this team is fairly young if you look at the roster you know well yeah i don't know how he'll mesh well you know with them and everything but i think he'll i think it's a good move to be honest Uh, yeah i don't think it i don't think it's gonna hurt him for sure yeah definitely definitely i mean let's be honest as as long as alonzo Brandon Ingram and uh, Zion Williams stay healthy. They're going to have a better year than they did last year. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely. It's not going to hurt. Uh, so here, oh, speaking of the NBA, here's what's interesting. Which there's rumors. None of this has been confirmed, but apparently the NBA wants to start the NBA season December 22nd and has proposed 72 game season, which is 10 less than uh, a normal season. So my question to you is, how do you think, obviously we know this is a super quick turnaround, like a very, very quick turnaround. How do you think that's going to impact the season next year? And 
especially when you talk about older guys like, you know, LeBron, he'll be in his 18th season. Mm-hmm. Getting at the age he's getting at, you talk about low management on stuff with a super, what, a two-month break before the next season to play another 72 games. How do you think it's going to affect, like, the quality of basketball for next season? Uh, well, I'll say one thing. <clears throat> There's some teams that were, like, when the, uh, you know, playoff, the bubble, and the finals were going on. There's obviously other teams, you know, working out and everything and getting prepared. So, I, I don't know, man. I, it is a very quick turnaround, and obviously, you know, for the older players, you know, that's obviously going to be their rehab and you know, getting ready for the season is obviously going to be very hard for them because they just got done for the people that actually played in the bubble and everything. So, in playing ten games less, that really doesn't. I really don't think that's like a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, there's going to be people that sit out 10 games in a season for load management and everything, you know? So, but saying that they're going to obviously not playing the full season and then load management, you know, they're obviously going to sit out more games. And then I don't know, man. I, I think if they should at least put it back to like started at least like February February, March, something around there, I guess, just to give them, just to give everybody that rest time and then come back, have a good training camp and everything. Probably not going to do uh, what's it called, summer league. I don't think so. If they did do that, so I don't know. Man. Well, the problem with the summer league, or yeah, problem with the summer league is the reason why they want to start early is to start early enough for the for NBA players to play in the Olympics, which is uh, July twenty third, twenty twenty one. So like there's it's like a, it's basically a it's basically a, a, a schedule conflict with them trying to figure out when to start how many games because obviously you know America wants to compete in the Olympics um, mm-hmm. in basketball so that's like one of the reasons why they want to start this early. Man, so yeah, it's tough. The one thing I think about when about starting things early like that, I think it's injuries, kind of like how we've seen with football this year. Because there's there was no preseason, so there's a shorter acclimation time. I think with basketball having such a short um, <clears throat> short turnaround, it's probably gonna have a lot more. There's probably gonna be a lot more injuries, probably like probably smaller injuries, like a uh, yeah like, uh, muscle type injuries because of the quick turnaround. But I don't know. It's gonna be tough. That is going to be tough, man. All right, I don't know. But right now, it's just a proposal. It's not, like, official or anything. They're just talking yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I saw another thing on Instagram today. I actually sent this to your uh, inbox, Finest, uh, that LeBron and some other players are against the start date. So, oh, I'm, I'm sure he is. He They went the first. They got did. the shortest amount of rest. Uh, them in the Miami got the shortest amount of rest out of everybody, so they'd be at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. And, you know, he's what, 36? Something he, like he's, that, 35. He's 36. older, so yeah. you know, that that you got to take all that to effect. Yeah, facts. That's so true. He's 30-something. But, I mean, dude, you just got to look at it, too. It's just like... You just gotta look at it just like you <laughs> they just got done playing and you're gonna give them what a month and a half 
maybe. No, two, two months, months basically. Yeah, two months. Two months basically. Yeah, that yeah, that turnaround's crazy. Yeah. I would be against it too if that if I was in the league. So but you see uh Kyrie and KD gonna do a shoe collab, bro? Like they're both doing like one they're shoe. They're both gonna do a shoe collab. Like they're gonna do like the design of it and everything like For that. Nike? And personally Yeah. Interesting. Very in- interesting. I'm really curious about how that shoe is gonna look because Kyrie's I don't know, Kyrie's have like a different they kind of have like the same look to it almost, but until it gets up, because they're both like kind of high top, mid top uh shoes. Right. So it it they're kind of different when it gets to like the heel of it and when it gets to like the um the lacing of the shoe and everything. Um I personally haven't bought Kyrie, so I don't know how you know they feel on the feed and everything. I used to have some KD, some uh low ones, but those were back in high school, and I've been buying them since. So those are some great shoes, by the way. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I'm really going to see. Well, really interested to see, you know, how that shoe's going to look, and I might have to buy me a pair if the cost isn't too bad. Yeah, so. good for them. I hope it works out. I, yeah, I'm, I might. I've been actually looking at getting some new hooping shoes because I got some Paul Georges, and they I've had them for so long they're starting to fall apart. Which ones? The new ones? No, I've had these for. I don't know, since I've had these as my undergrad. So I might have got these like 2016, uh, maybe four, four or five years ago. I've had them for a while. Bro, I got some, uh, the new ones that he have. I got the Oreo dishes, the black and white ones. Bro, they're actually, like, it's one of those basketball shoes that you can wear, obviously, playing basketball and just walking around. Like, because it's that comfortable. And, they're, and they don't look like the bulkiness the bulkiness of like a like a basketball shoe you know how bad you can tell when a when, when somebody's wearing a basketball shoe yeah yeah, from yeah. Like, a street shoe. like but dude this one just look it just looks like an everyday shoe to be honest so i might have to get me some lebrons i can't wear lebrons dude they're just too heavy Our, bro my my buddy xavier he's got a pair of lebrons i don't know what model they are but they're light they're they're light. They kind of got that mesh kind of, so they're like really light. They and he said they're super comfortable. So I, I got to figure out mm-hmm. which ones. But he said they're only like sixty or seventy bucks. So like they're they're made for like affordable. You know what I'm saying? Instead of you know these guys dropping hundred fifty dollar pair of shoes to go hooping. Yeah, facts. I might check them out. Though. I'll be trying. To... Yeah, if you uh, find that, send them my way, and I'll check it out too. All right, no, now we finna get into the NFL. Some sad news for all our Nashville fans out there. As y'all probably know, the Titans took their first L this season. Couldn't hit the field goal, bro. But what but what I will say, it was a good game. I it I, I appreciate when a team when our team loses, as long as they put up a good game, a good fight, I can live with it. You know what I'm saying? Like we get blown out, I'm mad. But good game. Now, here's some takeaways from the game. So before the game, I always like to look up the stats because I try to see who I think is going to win. At first, I was like, Titans should be straight, but both teams are undefeated, right? So I'm okay. Let me look at the numbers. You know where I knew the Titans were probably going to lose? Where? So first thing, Titans have the number two offense in the, in the league. Well, at the time, I don't know where it is now. I haven't checked. But at the time, all these stats are at the time I checked. Titans had number two offense in the league. Steelers had the number two defense in the league. I'm like, okay. It's not too bad. But Pittsburgh, their offense 
is a little bit better than our defense. So Steelers, in terms of offense, defensive comparison, Steelers have a slight edge. Here's the biggest stat that that had me a little nervous going into the game. Titans are dead last in third down defense. So that means when Titans are mm. defense and it's third and whatever, they can't. They most likely not going right, to get it. They can't get off the field. That means the other team is getting the first down. Now, the reason why this is so – as a defense, former defensive player in football, third down is the most important down in college football because that's the down where you can stop them from scoring or if they're not in the red zone or they're not in field goal range, you can stop them from scoring or hold them to a field goal, which is a win. So if you can't get off the field when it's third down, you it's such it's one of those stats where that one stat can change the whole game. So I saw that we were dead last in third down defense. I was like, oh no, <laughs> that's that's not that's tough. So as the game went, as you probably saw, every at one point the Pittsburgh Steelers were a hundred percent in converting third downs. At one point they were like nine for nine, or maybe like eight for eight. I think nine for ten, something. Like they they converted almost Crazy. every third down, and once you do that, you drive the field. Your defense gets tired. Then they're more likely to blow a coverage, miscommunicate, or give up touchdowns because of fatigue. And so, if you also look at the game, here's some more takeaways. If you look, the Steel the Pittsburgh Steelers, great team. The Pittsburgh Steelers are basically the Tennessee Titans with a better defense. That's basically what they are. Because if you looked. In the beginning, they they killed us in possession of uh, possession of ball, so possession of the game. So they had the ball office the majority of the game in the first half. Titans always that's how Titans play. They always did it to other teams, right? But Pittsburgh out Titans the Titans by doing that. They were running the ball down our throats on defense. They were converting on third downs. They were basically Tennessee was basically playing a better version of them. Of they're basically playing them with a better defense that's the some of the takeaways i saw from the pittsburgh game so it'd be interesting to see how the rest of the i'm actually interested to see how pittsburgh finishes the season their their season because they look good i'm not gonna lie they look good touche 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 i just had to break it down real quick oh no 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 spit no spit them facts bro in fact, yeah, so uh, so now your boy, huh? What, what are you talking about? The AB, uh, <laughs> that ain't my boy. <laughs> I like him, but that's not oh, my that, boy. that's not your <laughs> immensely unstable homeboy right there. Nah, bro, what have I ever claimed him? All right, let let uh, educate the people real quick. What do you mean, educate the people real let quick? Let them know what we're talking about. Oh, that Antonio did t- to TV, <laughs> Tampa Bay. <Yeah. laughs> That's crazy. You know what, what was crazy about that, dude, to be honest? It was when I think you said it or it was uh, Adam that said it. When the, uh, they were talking and everything, he was like the reports and everything saying that he might go to, you know, he's in talks with Seattle and everything. And then like an hour later, it announced that he went to uh, Tampa Bay or whatever like yeah. that. Bro, that's all Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, do you think? Oh, yeah. Do you think Tom Brady is like the LeBron of the NFL? Yes. Look, if Tom Brady wants something, they're gonna get it done. <laughs> For sure. 
But but here's the thing. It makes sense, though. Because let's not forget, before Antonio Brown lost his mind, he was with the Patriots with Tom Brady for like a game. Yeah. So it makes sense that Tom Brady's like, hey, he's, you know, teams are looking at getting him. Seattle's going to get him. Hold up. Seattle gets him. That might be a problem. So Tom Brady, like, look, I had a game deadly. with them. And I think the first game they had together, he had over 100 yards receiving, something like that. So, like, it makes sense. Bro, that is – I would have liked, liked to see uh, Seattle Seattle AB, though. I'm not going to lie. That DK and well, Russ combo. Yeah, with Seattle, with, uh, with Antonio Brown thrown in the mix. Yeah, man, that would have been dirty. That would have been disgusting. Yeah. But – That would have been smooth. A.B. with Tom Brady? But here's the thing. Here's the thing now. He's not on the the 53-man roster. He's on the practice squad. And so Mm -hmm. the coach came out and said that uh, they signed him because, you know, injuries have been riddling the the NFL this year because of the the lack of um, acclimation time to to the sport. So they said the coach said that they have him in case more receivers go down, they'll bring him up, and you know, and he's like, who doesn't want a, a Pro Bowler uh, receiver in their back pocket? So now, yeah, one of two things is going to happen: either he's just saying that, and they're putting him on practice squad to get him time to get used to their get used to their offense, yada yada, and they're going to bring him up regardless, or he truly means he's only going to bring him up. If somebody gets hurt, yeah. Now here's the thing: the way life works, somebody's probably gonna get hurt, and he's gonna be brought up. That's usually how life works. Yeah, because yeah. you know <laughs> he's Pro Bowler Antonio Brown. Why not? Kind of thing. Yeah, but they also that. did say that if they have any problems with him, any problems, he's gone. gone. They not putting up with nothing. But I think he's, I think he's gotten back into the right mind to where he understands that if he does any kind of BS, he's he's going to be on his best behavior. I think he understands he's got to be on his best behavior regardless of what happens. Because mm-hmm. if he can, because if he does stay on his best behavior, gets brought up, and then he shows he still got it, regardless if he stays with Tampa Bay this year, it's going to show other teams that might be looking at him to pick him up that he's, you know, he's back type thing. You know, he's back and he's ready to, to act right. Yeah. Well, hopefully he can act right. <laughs> yeah. When he gets called. Great up. player. Um Bro, that Fitzpatrick comment, man. Did you hear about it? You know how he really, really felt that, you know, he was invested with the team and everything. Organization See, no, really bought I it. Didn't, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, he was talking about it and everything in a press conference. Really just, you know, really just kind of it seems like he just sat and pissed off about it, you know, because, you know, he thought that was his team. You know, he was having a good season and everything, doing everything right. And uh, like I said, being invested with the team and the organization and then just, you know, kind of being put to, you know, just being like, all right, you're second now, you know, after everything he's done. So, well, what do you think about that, man? Do you think do you think that's uh, you think that's something that, uh, you know, that should be kept in house, you know, type thing or? Um, well, was was he was this at a press conference? Yeah, it was that. Um, and Brandon Marshall talked about it too. 
So I don't, I didn't a little see bit. or I didn't see it. So I'm not sure exactly how he came out and like how he said it. But if it was in a press conference and they asked him about it, then I think he has the right to say that. And at the same time, I get where he's coming from. Like, I, you mm-hmm. know, I get it. And as long as he came out, like as long as he said it professionally, uh, yeah. then, you know, it is what it is because he has the right to feel that way. Um, it's just, you know, like I was saying last time, it's tough because it's all, it's a cutthroat business. It's it's literally all business. They're not there to make friends. They're not there to, 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 to be buddy, buddy. Like it's literally. Yeah. They're trying to have something on their resume. At the end it, of the yeah. Day. It's straight business. So if they are paying a guy 20 million more than you and, you know, and y'all in the same position, they're going to be like, why, why don't we just start the guy that we pay him? 20 million more dollars for than this guy so it's just it's just tough it is what it yeah is. it's tough it is what it is yes sir yes sir so man i put this on the the notes and everything before the news came out but des Bryant has been signed to the baltimore ravens on the practice squad so i'm assuming same, it's on the same, same situation same thing with ab with ab and everything um does, is Des Bryant like a is he like a locker room problem? Um, I really haven't followed. I really haven't followed his like career like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when he was with Dallas, he was such a he was such like he was like the guy. Like, I mean, he arguably a future Hall of Famer. So you're talking about he was like a, a he's like a, a Mike Evans. Like he was that guy that you just threw the ball to. He was gonna go get it. So, and I never really heard any type of locker room problems for the majority of his career. And towards the end, you could tell it got a little dicey, but I think that was just more of his ego because he was so used to being, you know, that guy. But, uh-huh. you know, when you get older, things like that happen. But I've never really – slowed down, obviously. Yeah, I never really – for the majority – for mo- most part, I don't think he was really a locker room problem. But I think his biggest problem, obviously with the injuries, because he did sign with – uh the Saints for a year and then he got hurt for the season and they're just like, all right, you know, not worth it. So they, they, they let him go. But beside, before the injuries, his own, really the only problem he had was he was asking for too much money. I think if he wouldn't, he was trying to, you know, teams were offering him, but he was turning down offers left and right because it wasn't enough money because he thought he was worth more than what they were paying. But if he hadn't done that, I think he's again, aside from injuries, I think he would have been on a team and wouldn't have been um, off a team for so long. It's just teams weren't willing mm-hmm. to pay what he was asking. Yeah. So, but same, I think it's the same situation. They're, they got him on there, and then they just got him in their back pocket to bring him up when they feel like it's right. And, you know, I like Des Bryant. I hope uh, if he does get brought up that he shows that he still got it. You know, everybody's trying to be like a Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> in the league for 16 years, he's started. He's and he's still a starter. He's you know been in the league so long, still a starter, and he still catches everything. You throw it to him, he's gonna catch it. Like consistent, the most. He's my all-time favorite receiver. The most consistent receiver I think has ever that has ever played this game. So can't nobody not can't everybody be like that though. Yeah, that's so true. That's facts. But, but. Gonna switch to a little college for just this one this one topic. Do you think 
if the New York Jets get the number one pick and Trevor Lawrence is in the draft or consider going to the draft, do you think he should, you know, just kind of just say, eh, I'm playing one more year of college football just to avoid, you know, going to the Jets and everything? Do you think he should do that? Oh, man. If, 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 if the Jets get the number one pick. Well, but at the same time, we don't know what other we don't know what other teams could get the number one pick because there might be a team that doesn't need a quarterback, you know. So <laughs> there's different situations that could come out of this. I feel like if that was the the case. Well, that's tough because because the the biggest difference in the draft from the NFL to football is in the in a, uh, in the NFL and the NBA. Is the NBA they do a lottery, right? Well, in the NFL, it's based on record. So if he let's say he does stay another year to avoid going to the Jets, he's just going to go to the worst team for next year. He's going to go to that team, which might just it might be the Jets again. It might be a different team. So yeah. I, I don't know because <laughs> here's the other thing: there's so when it comes to declaring for the draft, it gets super tricky. Because let's say Trevor Lawrence is like, let's say he doesn't want to go to the Jets. Because you went through the process and everything, so that's. You said what? You went through like the combine. Yeah, process yeah, yeah. I, well, I feel like you went through. So, so I feel like you got some insight. Yeah, yeah. I did pro work. day. I did pro day and all that stuff. Um, and so, here's the thing: when weighing your options. Now, of course, I, I, I went when I did my pro day and did the whole NFL recruiting thing. I did it. I didn't have another year eligibility. I had used, I registered and I had been on the, I had used all four years of my eligibility. So I was there for five years. So I didn't have an option of coming back. Him, him he has an option of either declaring because he's young enough or staying another year, like you said. So here's what you, here's the yeah. things that have, you have to waiver as a, a college athlete. So let's say he doesn't want to go to the Jets or you think that's a bad fit or he doesn't feel like he's ready or something like that, which obviously he's ready, but something like that. If you stay another year, and you got to think there's COVID and all this stuff. If you stay another year, you could potentially get hurt. That's like the bit one of the biggest things you have to to think about is getting hurt because you have to play a whole season of college football again. So you could get hurt. So if you're a first, like if let's say Trevor Lawrence is a top, he's top five. He's let's say his draft grade is top five pick in the draft. And you're like, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm top five pick. So that's, at, you know, we're talking 20, 20, 20 to 30 million right there off rip. Like you sign a contract, you've made the team. It's, it's, you got guaranteed millions coming out of college, top five pick. And let's say he, he stays another year because he doesn't want to go to the Jets. He gets hurt. Then he drops. If you get hurt, depending on how bad it is, you might drop second, third round. Now, thing about dropping is you lose money. And after the third round, the contracts aren't guaranteed. So those guys that get drafted late, they still have to make a team. Yeah, they sign a contract, mm-hmm. but that contract is basically a contract to go to camp to make the team. You don't actually sign your contract for, you know, three or four years. So it's different. Mm-hmm. So you have to weigh that. So to answer your question, I don't know. that. I, like I don't. That's such a. It's such a personal situation. If it was me, it's kind of. It's kind of just like you kind of got to really think about the future. Like, oh yeah, you got to think about now, but you got to be like, yo, like, 
if this happens in the future, I got to have a plan to do this if this happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what's going to happen, you know, down the road and everything. Exactly. Because on the other on the other spectrum, let's say um, let's say, for example, that Trevor Lawrence, his draft, let's say his draft grade, because they have the system where they basically give you a grade about where you're where you'd be projected to go. Let's say a draft grade was third round and you had another year eligibility. Well, that would be that would be a time to be like, okay, I'm going to stay another year to try to increase my draft grade to at least the second round, you know, ideally the first round, so I can get me a solid guaranteed contract. That's usually what guys do when they want to uh, stay an extra year. If we all know Trevor Lawrence, assuming he stays healthy the rest of the season, he's going to be a first round draft pick for sure. Mm-hmm. So most guys that know for a fact they're a first round draft pick, they don't usually stay. Cause, yeah, even if he does go to the Jets, he's if he goes to the Jets, he's gonna be the starting. Like all you gotta think, he's if he goes to the Jets, he's gonna be the starting quarterback. You know, yeah, he's no playing off rip. He's getting if he's a top five pick, he's getting thirty something million. He's getting thirty plus million, uh, not a year, but thirty plus mil contract. And then you also have to think if he stays, you got to do a whole nother off season in college, which is you talking about rough, Calvin, a whole. You got to go through mat drills. You got to go through. You got to be in school, take all these classes. When you know you're about to go make 30 mil, you got to go through classes again. So most guys are like, nah, fam, I'm out. And you know you're going to be a top, a top exactly. pick. Like, you exactly. know that. Like, that 30, you're just waiting for that money to be in your, in Direct your deposit. Uh, bank account. Yeah, exactly. Once 12 hits, you do a little face scan, whatever you got to do, type your little code, see commas. Um, so... <laughs> What I, so what I think that what I think he should do is if he's if I think he should just go ahead and, and go to the NFL. It's because because yeah. for me, if you put if you if you when you put it like that and everything into like into that, you yeah, know, bro, that whole yeah, it, bro, yeah, that that it's the it's that, the that whole it's sense. the whole offseason. He's got to go through. The mat drills, the morning workouts, spring practice, spring ball, and then he has to be enrolled in classes. So it's yeah, most guys they not trying to stay extra year if they ain't got to. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that a, a bunch. So, so <sighs> while we're on college football, you saw LSU is banning uh Odom Beckham Jr., which Odom Beckham Jr. just tore his ACLs out for the season. I uh, hope he recovers, but um, Odell Beckham Jr. is being banned from LSU for two years for giving money uh, after the championship game to the players. Yeah, that that's that's well, so extra. Well, one thing, dude, if you've seen the video of him doing it, like he he is obviously turned. He is off his of ass. Of course, because that's his like. alma mater. Yeah, I understand that, but like you, but like you know, you can't do that. Like <laughs> you just know you. Well, can't here's do that. Here's I agree with you. I agree with you. It is extra. It is very, very extra. But at the same time, dude, you got to know you can't do but that. But here's the thing: you just can't. Here's the thing for people that don't know, if you are a senior, the second after that game is over, you are no longer required to to follow. Uh, Especially if you if you're a senior, the moment 
that game is over, you basically declare for the NFL, right? So you can receive money from people because it's the same when guys go sign with agents, right? So I don't know the details because I was trying to see if the guys he was giving money to were seniors. But the moment that game, the moment the game is done, those guys are no longer on the team. So it's like, why does it matter? Yeah. And then come on, man. I mean, I agree. I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that. So why? Yeah, why does? Bro, it you know how many guys signed with agents? Like, uh, my my red shirt junior year. So my second to last year. The moment we got done with our bowl game, there was dudes already signing contracts with agents, and the agents was just giving them twenty k off rip for signing with the agent, like twenty thousand right there. But but. They're going to ban OBJ. Now, I get he's not an agent. I understand that. But you're at that point, you're technically a professional or you're a free agent at that point. So, now, that's assuming that they were seniors. I'm not 100% sure. But second of all, you got to think, Calvin, you know how much money LSU made or the NCAA made from the championship game? Millions. They made millions. Yeah. Millions, Calvin. And so OBJ gives a player a couple hundred dollars. That's a problem. Now I understand I'm a little biased because I come from, I've been on that other side where university's making 40, 50 million off of you. And you, you don't, all you get is the cost of living. Uh, all you get is how much it costs to live. The bare minimum it costs to live in your town. Uh, I get that, but come on, man. We won't see none of that of actual money. My freshman year, I was eating Pop-Tarts for dinner on the weekends when the team was traveling. Come on, man. It's not that serious. Calm down. Now, I feel that. I feel I, I feel that just with me working with UTC basketball and just hearing what the players, you know, got to deal with and stuff, like, it, it, it's kind of it, – it, it's a shitty situation, to be honest, bro. It's a sh- shitty situation, even though, like, you know, you were SEC, you – probably got treated very, very bet like, you know, oh, better yeah. and have better access and stuff just because yeah, sure. of the school you went to. But that's not I'm not trying to say like, you know, the whole point and everything, but it's just a struggle on any exactly. level. You yeah. know now it's but and the thing about it too, you know Odell donates money back to that it, university. You oh, know he yeah, gives money sure. back. So bro, that's kind of like a slap in his face too. He's like, y'all really gonna bet they, they basically bit the hand that they bite in the hand that fed them. Yeah, like he he probably donates millions to that program, bro, every year and everything. And y'all gonna do that to him? Like, come on now, now, bro, for now real. What I will say is, I do agree with you on it when you put it like that, finance. Yeah, that 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 does make sense, and I, I completely understand. But why. but after saying all that, I still agree with what you said. Where yeah, he he knows he shouldn't have been doing that. So. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished at all. That's still violation of rules, whatever. But I don't. I think banning him for two years from LSU is overkill. I don't think the punishment fits the crime. I think a year would have been fine. I don't I think, think banning him at fine. all. I think he should have just got a fine or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just I'm fine. saying like at the most, at the most extreme, a year. Ah, like, see, that's that's really still think... too much for me. Banning him for a year. Remember, he played at LSU. All the stuff he did for that university, ah, banning him. Ah, that's, if he wasn't a player, I'd be okay banning him for a year. Cool, but a former LSU player, not even that, but a man, he set records at LSU. 
Like, this man was a, a stellar receiver. He'll probably go down to LSU Hall of Fame at some point. You're going to ban him for a year or two? Ah, that's deep. That's too much for me. That's a little extra. Mm. I'm saying that the worst. Yeah. I'm saying the worst, like the worst of the worst a year. Ah, uh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, let me educate the listeners. On this show on Netflix, I have been binge. I don't even, have I mentioned this show before? I'm not sure. But, nah, you haven't because I'm kind of curious about it. I tried to look it up before we look, started, but I didn't get to have enough time. So, this show on Netflix is called The 100. Now, it's a, it's, the show, it's different. So the premise of the show is based. So I'm going to just tell you the premise of season one because there's seven seasons. I'm on season five. Um, but season one is the premise of the show. Seasons two through where I'm at have like gone to a completely different level in a good way. But season one, basically, what happened is the earth became in- inhabitable. So because uh, the radiation on Earth was getting way too high because uh, a bunch of nuke, all the nuclear warheads on Earth uh, exploded at once, or a bunch of them. The Earth didn't get destroyed, but the radiation levels on Earth was way too high to sustain life. So basically, all the people that were able uh, got into a spaceship, and they all flew to get, flew up in space, and they uh, they merged all the satellite. They merged to the um, to the uh, the space station uh, in Earth's orbit. There's a giant space station, like in real life, but that's pretty much how they like set it up. And so, basically, for a hundred year, a hundred ish years, maybe like ninety something years, they all lived in outer space. So, pretty much all the people at this point have never been on the ground because the people that got up there first generation, they've all died because they're old, too old. So everybody living right now on this uh, space station have were born on this space station, so they've never been on the ground. But like I said, 90-some years have passed, so they're trying to figure out if the Earth's surface is, is habitable again. So what they do is they send down 100, uh, 100 kids. They're like teenagers, like 16, 17, or whatever. But they send down 100 to find out if the Earth is, is habitable, and they get down to earth, like a bunch of, like so much stuff happens, but that's basically the premise of the show. When I tell you, this show is so good. It's phenomenal. I love it. And how many seasons you said? Uh, season seven just dropped a couple weeks ago, but I'm not that far. Ooh. Ooh. But yeah, I'm going to check it right out. I, I'm going to give you my, I'm going to give you my, uh, my critique on it uh, tonight, actually, since. Yeah. Or be, I'm gonna check that out. Definitely. Be careful yeah. now. I'm gonna watch like a few episodes because it's, it's one. What, it's one of them shows you're gonna watch one episode and be like, "Oh, I gotta watch the next one right now." So, if you, so just be careful. Don't end up staying up till 4 a.m. trying to watch the show. Hey man, I work from home tomorrow, so I'm good. Okay. So okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm good. I just gotta wake up and just be ready. <laughs> so, but let's get into this music, man. For y'all Kid Cudi fans, he just announced he's dropping that man on the moon three. I'm not really a big Kid Cudi fan. Are you fine? Um, I mean, I, I like a few songs by him, but I'm yeah, not like, same. you know, like, you I know what I'm saying? I'm... But like, I'll check it out. I, I'll always check out like new music and everything. So yeah. that's interesting. I'll probably check it out, but I wouldn't consider myself a Kid Cudi like fan. I appreciate his music, but I'm not like a 
huge fan. Uh, yeah, definitely. And plus, he really hasn't dropped you know projects like that. So, uh, another one, Kodak Black, man, Kodak Black coming out with one called "Kill Is Is Real," like spelled like the country is real. <laughs> you get it? Wait, what? Oh, Bill yeah, 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 Israel, yeah. like spell it like the country Israel. Yeah, you see what he's saying? Kind of corny, but kind of is funny. There, bro, the is there something time. wrong with, with with Kodak Black? Dude, okay, I, I, this is my honest opinion, bro. I feel like he is just one of those street dudes that is just he's just a street dude, bro. Just rapping, so he everything he does, dude he he doesn't think. If you and honestly, if you look up his record, like and everything, you it speaks for itself because it's so long and the stuff he's got in trouble for. But no, nah, man, I, he's just a street dude, and he's just he's just one of those people. I feel like you just are not going to change, like whatever you do or whatever. He's just not going to change because that's like embedded in him, you know. Get, bro, you seen that video of him on? It's either Twitter or it was like Instagram Live where he was like. uh he was telling guy he he wanted he want his main squeeze to send him his main squeeze or something like that. Yeah, bro, I was I like, what that. is wrong with this dude? I don't know, dude, but like he's he's hilarious. Have you seen that one where he's like, I'm a suburban kid? <laughs> you no. see that joke? Nah, bro, you got I gotta find it and send it to you. Like it, it is the most it's the funniest thing, but at the same time, it's just like, bro, like what are you on? But he I don't know what's yeah, he he's different. He's a different breed for sure, for sure. But, but let's talk about this NSARS movement, man. I know you've been seeing to find this on Instagram and everything. You know a little bit about it. Um, I do not. I'm in the dark. I'm okay. in the dark. Okay. So I've been known about it and everything, but recently, over like the past two weeks, I've been seeing a lot of people post on it, and you know, just talking about where the donations and, you know, just all about it. But uh, SARS is def- is a, a acronym for a special anti-robbery squad, which was placed in Nigeria. Bro, I thought and, you uh, talked about SARS, the acute respiratory thing. No, like- bro. <laughs> Finest. Bro, that's the yeah. only SARS I know. I'm like, we still dealing with SARS? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, my God. Go ahead. <laughs> Finest. <laughs> no, I was not talking. That's about why I was that, confused. Bro. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> but anyways, anti-robbery squad that was placed in Nigeria in the uh, 1900s because they had a very you know high crime rate, widespread, and everything. Once they place that in, man, once you give the government you know some power and everything, they gonna run oh, with yeah. it, and that's definitely what happened. They, that's definitely what happened, and everything. And I didn't even know it was going on since the, you know, 90s and everything. But I guess that's what, you know, technology does now. You have a broadcast of anything everywhere at any time now. So, um, but yeah, man, they're, it's crazy over there. Uh, people are getting locked up for the dumbest things, dude. I was watching uh, uh, CNN. A reporter was over there talking, you know, to civilians and just what's going on and everything like that. And uh, this one dude was saying that he knows people that's been locked up that literally got picked up off the street for having iPhones and being dressed nice, and they assume that the reason why they dress nice because they stole that stuff, like the stuff that Jeez. they're wearing and all that. Yeah, so it's a very it's crazy. You know, people over there protesting, 
you know, just like we had over here, um, still having it over here and everything uh, with, you know, what happened over here. And um, they're protesting, but it's, it's crazy over there, dude. They're actually, like, running people down, like, killing them in the streets. Like, like they're, like, animals and everything. So it's crazy over there, man. I hope everything gets straightened up. But it seems just like – it seems like over there in Africa in the horn, the horn area of, the, of uh, Africa is just crazy over there. There's just no – there's no guidance. Like the government is just so corrupt and they can do anything they please. And there's nobody that they can call out for help or, you know, any people that can aid them, you know? So, man. Have you seen that video of uh, that, like ele- that elementary school or that school that got shot up? Is that, was that from them? Mm. No, I don't know anything about Bro, that. Bro, what? It made me sick to my stomach. I'll have to show you the video because the video is super graphic, but it's basically uh it looked like elementary, maybe middle school age kids, maybe like fifth, mm-hmm. right around fifth, if it's elementary or like sixth or seventh middle school. But it's literally all the whole classroom. They were all the kids were just brutally murdered. And it was in Nigeria. And I, I, I it, it made me so sick. I couldn't watch the video. So I didn't dig into it because it, it shows everything. But like all of them were shot and killed and they're just their biters on the ground. It's. It's not, it's whatever's going on over there. It's not good. They need help. But I mean, dude, like they, that stuff's been going over there for years, man. Like, like years and years and stuff. So I don't, I don't, at that point, like, do you say it's the government or do you just, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's no, there's no guidance over there. There's no, it just gets, there's no structure. There's no structure. It really does. It really I'm does. I'm about to do some but, more digging into it. Yeah, same here. Same here. But, um, yeah, man, I got a question for you, Finest. Go ahead. Free weights or machine weights, which are better and which and what's the benefits of each of them? And do you prefer one better than the other? All right. But let me educate everybody real quick. So, me personally, I prefer free weights over machines. And here's why. So, like, there's different benefits for each. But, so let's say, so free weights, you use, you basically use more muscles than if you do machines. Because machines, they do some of the lifting for you. And machines, are they do the stability for you. So, like, let's say you're doing curls on a machine that you curl. Well, you don't have to hold the, let's say it's like a bar attached to, like, the pulley, right? You don't have to keep the bar stable because the machine is holding the bar for you. You just have to pull it. So it's more, um, it's more, uh, there's more isolation in the machine lift. So if it's curls, it's going to, the only muscles you're really going to work are your biceps because you're, because you don't have to keep it stable using everything else. Now, if you're doing curls with dumbbells, with dumbbells, you have to, hold the dumbbell stable so you're going to be using a lot more wrist activation uh some more for, more forearms you're going to be using biceps of course and you'll also be using some shoulders uh your deltoids and you're not you're not supposed to swing when you do curls so if you're doing them right you you'll work a lot more muscles and you have to work on keeping the 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 dumbbell stable so that will also so you and then by doing that you also will work more of your core Cause you know, if you're doing dumbbell bench press, well, dumbbell bench press, 
you know how if you if you ever done double bit bench press and you're going a little heavy, your 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 wrists are shaking. You got to really focus on keeping the dumbbells stable. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you go down and up, you got to keep them both at the same level. There's there's more work being done doing all that versus if you were doing a chest press machine where you're just pushing it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but the benefit with machines is if you are trying to really isolate muscle groups, machines are good for that, and they're uh, usually less intense on your joints. So, you know, if you got bad joints, machines are a lot a better alternative. This is like a leg press machine. It's a great alternative to than just doing full back squat. So, um, obviously, if you're trying to really gain muscle. You want to do as much free weights as possible. Um, and if you do got to do machines, try to go, uh, I try to go he- uh, medium weight with higher reps. So like if you did four sets of 10, really put on some some decent weight for 10 reps. Um, but free weights is usually the way to go. But I mean, it just depends on what you're trying to do. I usually always do free weights over machines. Unless, you know, like hamstring curl machines, I don't really have a free weight that I do hamstring curls with. So sometimes you can have a good mix of both, but preferably free weights. I feel that. I feel that. Educate the people. Educate them. Let them know because it's thick season. We are getting thick. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What we got now? Lunch we got table. my favorite part of the podcast. We got lunch table questions. I don't drop the phone on my face. So, how many do you have? I got a dose. How many you got? Uh, do I want to do two or three? All right, I'm gonna do three. I have thirteen, but I'm only gonna do three. Oh, geez. Well, I told you I'm making a list, so I always got some. I ain't trying to burn through all of it too quick. I guess I can spare three today, though. Here, you. All right, you go first. Yeah. All right, babe, babe, babe. I went first. Or it don't matter. Who who going first? All right. You. Hey, let me highlight the. Now I got to figure out which three I want. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Okay. Wait a minute now. Uh, all right, bet. I got my three. All right, so look. Okay. Let's start. We'll start easy, and then we'll get to the harder one. So, number one, would you date a female taller than you? Uh, I mean, yeah. Is Oh, well... I forgot about my damn height. <laughs> say, that, so, I mean, hey... Uh, if I did, she had to be like an inch taller, bro. No so more. So like <laughs> barely taller than you? Like six five. Like I'm six four. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Look for me. But I do like I'm short. No. See, for me, <laughs> I don't give a damn, Calvin. Look, <laughs> if she built right, I don't care at all. She can be six foot eight. If she got some yams, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't care, bro. I ain't, there's no, Talk. there's no limitation. Talk your stuff. 
Talk your stuff, bro. Talk your stuff. I don't discriminate. Nah. Only thing I'm saying. Now she can't be too short, but if I don't care if she, if she got pick me up to give me a hug, we I don't care. <laughs> Uh, only benefit I would say is that like genetics and everything, kid got to be big. Oh, so. for sure, it's a done deal. She's six eight. Um, I ain't got to do nothing yet. <laughs> They're gonna be tall and swole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, that was that was that was a, uh, a simple one. So now, how many you get? How many you going for though? What do you mean? Like how many you like you 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 got that you gonna Three, do? Two more. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. I thought, okay, I thought you had like, I thought you were gonna do like five oh, or six. You said you built oh, up no. to it, so I was like, I can't, oh. that's gonna <laughs> shaft my list. I'm gonna have to. All right, have to read. Yeah. <laughs> so, would you rather fend off a bear or three wolves? Ooh, definitely a bear. Ooh, uh, ooh, grizzly bear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, what if? Okay. Now, let me let me let me alter it. What if it's three uh, smaller wolves? How fast are these wolves? The normal speed of a wolf. So, like, we can go like forty miles an hour. Do I have any weapons with me? Um. No. It's hand to hand. I'll give you some brass knuckles so you don't mess your hands up punching. <laughs> no, nah, I'm still going with the bear, bro. Okay, now what if it's three baby wolves? Like little, what are they called? I don't know what baby wolves are called, but like baby wolves. I might go with the wolves. Okay. There. Now, what if you had I might. a spear for the wolves, but bare hands with the bear? How many spears do I got? Just, Just one. one. And the wolves are not in the same direction. They're surrounding you. Yeah, I got nothing with the bear. You yeah. Said? I'm probably taking the, the spear with the wolves. Okay. All right. Because at least I got some. At least I, at least I ain't high and dry. So. Yeah, I got to go with the bear because wolves... They're too smart. I can't. I can't. I, I no. And plus, bro, it's three of them, so they come in at different exactly. directions. So, like, you just, yeah, you, yeah, you, you done for. <laughs> All right. So now, this is the most interesting question. I've been thinking about this. Well, I've been thinking about it, but like, I thought about this last week. Oh, <laughs> Would you <laughs> look? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> this the way you already worded that, bro. Just already has me thinking of what you might say because this is gonna be off. Wait, <laughs> would you start an OnlyFans if you made two hundred k after tax from it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold up. So, what type of content am I posting? Oh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, your standard OnlyFans content. Okay, bro. Some 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 girls just be okay. All right, let, like let's let's do different like scenarios. Right, let's, 
if they're doing if they're like some girls are just posting just like bikini pictures right, yeah. right some Let's girls do... just full on out there just all right so okay obviously it sounds like your answer would be different so what yeah. so if it was like very sexual pictures but like just shirtless <laughs> but just shirtless and no actual news are you doing it bro no <laughs> no you wouldn't do it for two hundred thou a year after tax? Nah, bro. You say in a sexual way with your shirt off? Nah, it's an OnlyFans. Do you think people want to subscribe to an OnlyFans? You're posting pictures with a with hats and your fits. Come on, man. We gotta be realistic to a, to an extent. Two hundred k. Are you talking about, bro? I don't think no I'll be doing actual that stuff, nudes. Though. I might After it. tax, that means you really bring it in like three hundred fifty. To be continued. No, you got to <laughs> answer. You got to answer. To be, to be you continued. Gotta I don't you know, gotta bro. Answer. Come don't on, know. it's the rules. You got to answer. We established this first. Sure, episode. bro. Sure, I'm taking the money. I'm doing all of it. It okay. All right. Ooh, are you? What would you do? It what? Two hundred k? Yes. <laughs> what? Get out of here. I can live off, bro. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll do well, it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. You're in like the top 10%. Is it? What's, you're in like the top 10% in, in like you're hot. You're, bro, you're in a completely different, like living a different lifestyle. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it logistically. You don't do any, you, if you wanted to, that's your full-time job. All you got to do is post like a pick a day of you eating something shirtless or, or cooking shirtless, saying something slick. And you do whatever you want the rest of the day. There's no actual work you have to do. You ain't got to be nowhere for no meeting. You ain't got to worry about. Yeah, like, no, you're right. What? I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm oh, all in. <laughs> Say less. I'm all in. Yeah, you're right. You just said the the one word. Just said don't have to go into work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you go buy, yeah. table, buy a nice house. All right. That's the three I had. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So I got two you so what scientific breakthrough would have the biggest effect on humanity oh ah, i want to say some astronomy related but it's gonna be hard to defend that um probably from what i've been the literature i've been <coughs> digging into probably um research on uh stem cells I think them stem cells. Why? Why that? Because uh, people, you can you pretty much stem cells can be used for just about anything. Um, nowadays, with some injuries in, in football or like just injuries in general, I remember you talked about. These. Yeah, I remember you talking. Yeah, about you don't these. even have yeah. to have surgery anymore. You can just in, you can just inject stem cells into the area, and it will heal itself. And if you can fully learn, so by breakthrough, I assume you mean like fully learn and understand the full capabilities of, of that object. So if we fully understand the capabilities of stem cells, we can pretty much, we can pretty much make like aging, uh, like negligible. Like, you know, if, if you're getting old, you can just use stem, because stem cells, all they are, are like, steps, like, so when, when, when you're, when you're being born, you have you have a lot of stem cells and stem cells are cells that haven't been made into any specific type of cell yet. So eventually your cells will turn into skin cells, red blood cells, brain cells, 
yada, yada, yada. They turn it liver cell. They'll, they'll, they turn it, they eventually turn to a specific type of cell. So when you get older, as you age, your cell regenerative process slows down because your cells have, you know, a cell can only divide so many times before it dies. And eventually over time, you start to slow down, you become less efficient. And that's how people just die of old age if nothing else gets to them at first. Well, if you can always inject yourself or always introduce brand new cells, that means they can be introduced anywhere because they haven't been made to a specific cell yet. So if you could learn how to harness that, you can basically get rid of aging. You can get rid of uh, long-term injuries. You can get rid of like pretty much any, and if you break a bone or throw some stem cells in it, you'll be straight in like a couple weeks, no matter what age you are kind of thing, um, which we'd obviously have to, there's a lot of stuff you have to get because stem cells are susceptible to being cancerous because they don't stop producing because they're, when you introduce of stem cells into an older body, you run the risk of getting cancer because they'll, they reproduce at a higher rate because they're younger versus your older cells. So you can potentially whatever, whatever. But if you can learn how to harness all of that with negating negative effects, you can pretty much sell, you can pretty much create immortality. Because then you can start 3D, 3D printing organs and nobody has to wait in an organ list anymore and <laughs> organs would be cheaper and if you need a heart transplant, they'll just go in the back and print you a heart from your stem cells real quick and you know what I'm saying? Bro, if that ever yeah. happened, dude, oh, that would be That's crazy. What I'm saying. I think that would be like the biggest like impact on humanity because then... But you know one thing? But you know one thing though? What? Medical field would go down with money. Oh, well, maybe. But because once you... Cause if you solve that problem, that this whole stem that that's gonna take money. So they might they're gonna. I think they'll still. I don't know how it work because I'm not a I'm not a biologist by any means, but I do dabble in uh, bi- biology literature, and it basically instead of getting funded for cancer research, they'll just get funded for stem cell resources. You know what I'm saying? So you'll probably get rid of a bunch of like problems, but you'll still need money to sustain that. So I'm sure they're going to have some kind of way of generating money for stem cell uh, resources and stem cell like farming. Cause they got to get the stem cells from somewhere. So mm-hmm. maybe it might, it might end up trading off to where, you know, the medical field doesn't take a huge hit, but apparently everybody that says they find the cure for cancer ends up dead at some point, like a week or two later. So I'm sure it's super dicey out there, but that's none of my business. <laughs> That's another topic yeah. in another yeah. discussion. For real, for real. All right, man. Last one I got. Is there a limit to what humans can create through technology and science? Mm. Is there limitations? Well, what do you mean by create? Like... Techno- like technology that we're using now like like it, will there ever will there ever be like a limit to what we can make like or will we ever run out of resources to make them is another question uh, too. so you mean like if we were making these super advanced cameras is there ever gonna be a limit to where we can't make it any better kind of thing yeah Ooh. yeah basically um because they say because for, for instance they're saying because iphone for example same exact thing, same exact phone, same capabilities, but the only difference is that they say the camera has different functions. And, it gets you know, better every year. Better pic, 
Yeah, like when when is when is Apple going to be like, okay, this is the best thing we can come out with. We don't have any more technology to make this any more better than what it is. Ooh. Like, and when that time happens, bro, I really want to see what those pictures look like. <laughs> to be honest, um, uh, ooh, I think because uh, that 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 question is a catch twenty two because. The only reason why we, the only reason why we can't make certain things better at the time is because we don't know enough about that field. Like, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, um, like, since I'm an astronomer, telescopes, for example. So back in the day, way back in the day, the only reason why they couldn't make telescopes any better than just you know those homemade telescopes you just look through, like a, like something that you have at your house you just look through, is because we didn't understand optics like we do now but now you know we're making telescopes the size of churches and the size of school buildings we're making telescopes huge and then once we made telescopes on earth as best as we could we started sending telescopes into space and then you know now we got telescopes that can literally see you know uh i think the telescope that can see like a billion years into the past type thing Huh? Yeah, yeah, man. We have a telescope. I believe is it Hubble? I don't know which telescope it is, but basically, all the stars you see in the sky, those, a lot of those stars have already died. They're just. It takes a very long time for light to get to us. So, when you're looking into the sky, you're really looking into the past. And so, with this one telescope, I forget the name, but we can see basically a billion years into the past of the universe, which the universe is 14, about 14 billion years old, but we can see about a, I believe it's a billion years into the past um, because the telescope is just so advanced and it's out in space. So it's able to see everything because with ground based telescopes, you have to account for the earth's atmosphere for blurring your images, yada, yada, yada. But when you're out in space, you're just seeing things a lot more clear. So, to get back to your question, I believe at some point, uh, I believe at some point there will be a limit. Right now, I don't think there is one because there's still so much we have to learn about technology because because we haven't even mastered superconductivity yet. Once we master that, our technology is going to jump into the next level just from that. Once we understand, once we really understand quantum physics, quantum physics on a super mastery level, then all of our LED processing type uh, type of technology is going to go to the next level. So, but once we, once we fully understand all of our science fields, then maybe there'll be a limit, but who's it? Like, there's not even a chance that that's going to happen. So as, as of right now, yes, I believe there are limits, but, as we continue to understand different fields of science, we'll continue to better our technology. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That was a long answer. Very long answer, but very informational. So, but that's all I got, man. All right, bet, bet. But that's all we got. Uh, any. I thought Trey was supposed to join, man. No, he said he had too much homework. He's probably been working on it. Oh, okay. But uh, is there any anything for the outro? Anything you got? Uh, 
do what you gotta do. Stay out the way, man, and be safe, dog. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. All right, y'all heard it here first. Um, man, just keep doing it. Look, we's all look. We everybody just gotta make it to Thanksgiving break, and then we can all relax. But just keep pushing, stay motivated, stay safe. And make sure you stay grinding because it's thick season. Everybody stay thick. <laughs> nice and healthy. All right. <laughs>